Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. Episode 46, it is the end of April. We're coming up on damn near one year of podcasting every week, which is pretty damn good. The voice of reason. The voice of reason. That's us. How are you doing? <laughs> We're getting to our goal. That's right. Right? 50 podcasts. Can't believe it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, a couple couple of the standard announcements. Uh, 512. May 12th. May 12th. State. Main State APF Powerlifting Championships. Still looking for some volunteers. Still need volunteers, everybody. If you are willing to help with just about anything, if you can move 50 pounds, you can come help us out. Yeah. Um, let us know. We'd, we'd greatly appreciate it. Help be a part of the bigger picture. Help the culture out. Meet some people. You might meet your next training partner. You never know. After that, we've got another, uh, another event coming up, August 11th. The push pull, main state push pull, main state push pull. That's a sanctioned meet. No, absolutely. Um, that's yes. going to be on location. That's on location. Easy. It's easy, easy, easy. That's Just right. Show up here and lift. Yes, and um, we'll need volunteers for that one as yeah. well. Um, there's, but, free, uh, there's free months involved. A lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. fun. There's memberships. There's t-shirts. There's fun. Yeah, and if you're if you're newer into powerlifting and you want to do a meet, a push pull is a great way to start. The squat just takes a ton out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrapping it, tension, the whole, uh, everything, and just pressure. A lot of people get nervous that if I don't make that first squat, I'm out of the meet. So come get broken in a little bit at the push pull. Mm-hmm. They they tend to have just kind of a more relaxed. If they just are the more relaxed environment. The stress of the squat just isn't. It's stress there. <laughs> A lot of, I mean, for a lot of lifters, that's the biggest lift, that first one. Oh, it'll make you a nervous wreck. It does. So we got the, uh, this is the Matt cast today. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we have myself, Matt Strong. Yes. We have the head host himself, Matt Israelson. And joining us today, we got Matt Smith. How you doing? How the hell are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me on here Dude, today, thanks for thanks for being on. Yeah, no problem. Um, so for those who don't know, Matt Smith is the guy with the beard in the back of the women's meet photos. Two years straight. Two years straight. <laughs> um, you just shaved the beard off, what, like... Uh, maybe... Valentine's maybe Day-ish, yeah, maybe? Yeah, a couple... About a month ago. Yeah. Um, Mid-April. So you're going to have to... If, if you don't recognize what he looks like, you'll just have to go by the voice. Um, but Matt, you are, in my mind, kind of the quintessential Dynamax lifter. You've been here for a while. You show up. No frills. You're here all the time. You spend your time here. You get the work done. You 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 are a part of the community. Oh, um, without a doubt, right? That's what I like to do. It's of course. That's what <laughs> I'd say. Um, so I know you're coming off of a uh, a pretty nasty injury not too long ago. Two nasty yeah, injuries. Yeah, more like two. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I know that you have a little bit of a background in coaching folks, but before we get into that, I just wanted to step back and kind of talk about because I don't think I've ever talked to you about this, but. How did you end up at Dynamax? I ended up at Dynamax. Uh, it was actually uh, Ryan Ryan Whalen. Really? Yeah. Okay. He was a uh, he was a member of a gym that I was a uh, working at. I was a, a trainer and ran the fitness department over there. Where and was that? In Scarborough. Okay. And uh, he he started coming over here and he says, you know, you, you might like this place and blah blah blah. And I said, yeah, I've, I'd heard about it. And, and you know, my 
my interest is alone. You know, I like to lift heavy and, and, and do what we do here. This is why mm -hmm. it's, it's my fit, and it's great to be here as a you know a member of Dynamax. Um, and, you know, and I just went, I just went and tried it out one time, and uh, came in. You know, kind of kept to myself and snuck in. Yeah, <laughs> stuck in the back door. Yeah, obviously, no, yeah. nothing ever changes, huh? Came in, just kind of stuck to myself, and you know, met a few people, and, and got talking with Matt, and you know, and I said I'd, I'd like to learn a few things about about powerlifting, completely different from anything that I've done before. You know, right. it's just like helping the general public, you know, get healthier, and right. you know, work with with folks that know very little uh, about you know the fitness industry and just being a personal trainer and. And uh, you know, taking all that stuff and, and putting it into a sport—it's mm -hmm. a whole different, whole different way of looking at things. Yeah. So, uh, started working with Matt and, and just got going, and, and that's kind of where the, it took off from there. How long ago was that, approximately? What was that? Four years. Two thousand. Uh, what? Fourteen? Uh, Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. So you had you done and So did you really know like what? powerlifting was before then I mean did you know like the big three or kind of what was your background in I relation to knew about it and just kind of had some interest with it but never really really you know went after it went gotcha. really looked into it you know I, I knew about it and you know I knew bodybuilding and, mm -hmm. and different things like that um, yeah it seems like everybody going into it knows about bodybuilding and strongman right and those right. are like two extremes obviously um, so 2014 yes you um, you start training at Dynamax started training here um you know, similar theme to when we had Gabe on the podcast yesterday, but I'm curious about when did you, I mean, because you are, you um, lifting gear. I do. You, you know, you, uh, not all the time. Right. right you do. <laughs> like we went over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what was, uh, what sparked the interest there? Did it have to do with the training partners or was it like, did you kind of see it and spark, that sparked your interest or? Um, just kind of, just, just seeing it and kind of having a, you know, looking back at some of the some of the older lifters and mm -hmm. you know some of the some of the older gear lifters and names that way uh, and a lot of the the west side barbell stuff kind of sparked my interest yeah um and i kind of you know started on that direction I, you know i got a i got a pair of briefs that you know didn't really fit and hand me downs <laughs> exactly so they yeah. hand me down gear and you know to this day i'm still putting together different pieces of gear and i've got nice a, belt. yeah two or three bags of gear yeah. now that yeah. <laughs> fit nice depending on how the weight goes and <laughs> whatever matt's giving me next right <laughs> So whenever um, Matt's getting rid of Matt Israelson's getting rid of Matt Smith may have a good chance of receiving. Yeah. And then uh, you know I've been partners in Matt lifting here for pretty much ever since. Yeah. And so we uh, you know he he does a lot of the programming, writes the programs, and yeah, uh, I still learn and, and and go with that. And so did you know about Westside Barbell prior to coming here? I did. You did. I did. Okay. Because I don't think that I knew anything about Westside Barbell until. I kind of already figured out what powerlifting was, mm -hmm. and then all of, you know, I kind of figured it out, and then you stumble across these videos, lift guys lifting with bands and chains, and then you start seeing numbers of 800 pound bench press and 1100 yeah, pound squats, and you're like, what in the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and then you find out who Louis Simmons is, and you, you fall down that road. So well, you actually find out that's about it. that. That's it, I'd heard of Louis Simmons and Westside, and, and you know, a lot of the names from there, and then, coming in here and, and hearing Matt mention, you know, conjugate system and this and, mm -hmm. and a lot of the things that he was doing, um, I said, oh, I've heard of that. So that, that's, you know, that's where the interest yeah, kind of followed suit. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Um, so you are a health coach or kind of health coach. Is that the right word? A personal trainer? I, a personal trainer. I had some nutrition um, 
schooling too. With yeah, that. is so, that like what your pedigree is? Is did you go to school for that? I did. Exercise okay. science, sports medicine. Gotcha. Um, you know, I got a couple of personal training degrees working in gyms down in Virginia area. Uh, came up here and as a fitness manager of a smaller club. Um, and you know, found myself doing other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you not from Maine? I'm from Virginia Beach. No shit. Yeah. Okay. So, and when you moved up to Maine for the first time, was that for your job? I came up here. Um, my, my parents were from Maine, so I came up here. Actually, I was in a car accident when I was in school. Okay. And I, I ended up breaking my arm. <laughs> so we're going to talk about injuries. Yeah. Um, but recovered from that, but I ended up staying up here in Maine. You know, I came home. It was straight after. So finished school up here. Um, took a liking for it. Yep. And just, you know, started working and, you know, how that goes. You do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't realize that you Year, were a Years I later. I thought that you were like a Portland dude to the core. I don't know. I just assumed that. No, maybe it was the beard. I don't know. It yeah, was definitely <laughs> the, beard. the beard gave it away. Um, so <laughs> one thing I definitely wanted to touch upon because this is just a great story. You were training when you were a personal trainer and in Scarborough, a, um, a woman who trains here now, I believe, Katie McCall. Yes. And her son happened to be training with her. And that is our good buddy, Chandon. Oh, everybody. The lovable chump. Yep. <laughs> um, can you explain to me, because I've heard the story before and it's great, your first experience meeting Chandon at the gym in Scarborough. Wow. That's an experience for sure. So <laughs> Katie says to me one day, uh, she says, well, I've... She said, man, I need you to sit down and to talk to you about something. I said, what's that? She said, well, I'm really concerned about my son. I said, okay. She says, well, he's, you know, he's carrying around rocks in a backpack in the backyard, and he, he's running around, and I, it looks like he's going to hurt himself, and he's, you ought to see this. He's got this giant log that he's trying to pick up and, and over his head, and he just says he wants to be stronger, so maybe you can help him out. So <laughs> I said, yeah, okay, so, you know, we Let's bring him in. Let's just see what we can do. So she goes, all right, well, he's just, you know, he's not the, he, he doesn't do well with everybody and he's, he's hard to learn. I said, okay, I'm, so I had no idea what I'm getting myself into at this yep, point. Yep. So then he came in and uh, I met Chandon. Uh, and he's like 15 years right, old. Right, right, 15 right? years old. So I have him go warm up on the treadmill. I said, you know, go three to five minutes, warm up on the treadmill, we'll get going. Well, two and a half minutes later, he flew off the back of the treadmill <laughs> and, and into the leg press. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> you imagine that. You signed up to, you're like, yeah, I'll help your kid out. The next thing you know, he's flying off yeah. the back of the treadmill. Yeah, right in, he, he gets off and just goes, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, Janet, of course. <laughs> yeah. So and Don't worry about it. I'm good. His mom looks at me. She says, oh, Matt, he, he's done that many a times before. He He's fine. So I... I, I knew I had my hands cut off me, but nicest kid. Okay, real so polite. prior to that, real quick, how many people have you seen fly off the treadmill? Not many. Okay. Not <laughs> Sorry, many. No. I, I may say one other time, but Chandler yep. uh, uh, was, was a special one for sure. Yep. Um, and then somehow you kind of pointed him and Katie in the direction of Dynamax? Yeah. Um, after working with him for a year, maybe maybe a year and a half. Yep. Um, Chandon actually, you know, come along. He really got some results. He started lifting weights, uh, heavy, mm-hmm. um, growing and getting stronger. And you know, this is, he told me we started talking about nutrition one time. I said, "Well, what are you doing for you know, for protein and stuff?" And he goes, "Well, I make these jelly burritos at home out of tortillas <laughs> and, and jelly." And I said, "Okay, well, 
so that gave me an idea where I had to start with this about going into protein and yeah. everything with them. So maybe um, break that out a little. Yeah, we had to, we had to, you know, <laughs> a so, jelly burrito. Yeah, jelly burritos. I've never heard that one. That's what Shannon eats. Yeah. Now he eats everything in sight, and he's, he knows what he's talking about. But yeah. so so he was really ground zero from with him. <laughs> And, well, uh, I have to say you laid a good foundation because I know he just pressed 340 tonight. He's a bruiser. He's an animal. Yeah. He really is. So I decided to take him. Uh, I had been going to Dynamax now myself at this point. Yeah. And there was a meet coming up over at the one of the ones at Tony Forney. That's right. That's right. So I invited Chandon to, to come check it out with me. And, it, you know, I actually met up with him and we went over together outside of the gym one time. And, you know, I had some rapport with him and the family at this point. Yeah. So Chandon's over there, and you know, he's trying to watch the meet, and he's he's knocking Tony's stuff off the wall. There's pictures on the wall. He's leaning on it. So he, he's just a bull in a china shop. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's um, awesome. Uh, yeah, when I, I I didn't know anything. That's the short story. Yeah, I mean, this. I didn't know anything beyond him flying off the treadmill, which is just I can't I can't even imagine that. Like, yeah, sure, trying to be an open-minded guy, helping out a client. Oh, sure, your son wants to come in. Absolutely, but come to find out. Tons of potential, super well disciplined. I mean, you so found him when he was very young, and I think any the fact that a fifteen-year-old is walking around their backyard with backpack full of rocks and trying to pick up logs, you know, hindsight, it's like, well, that kid clearly has some drive. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's what he squats he's over. Himself. He's a raw lifter, and he yeah. squats over four hundred now. Mm-hmm. Easily he's sure. Easy. Yeah, and he. I mean, he just turned 18. He's yeah, got a yeah. Lot, lot, of, lot of room to grow. I remember a few weeks into our training with him, we, the first time in the squat rack, we, I had him training some lateral work first, just, you know, like one-legged, mm-hmm. uh, one-leg lunges on a Smith machine, just trying to get some of that lateral yeah. movement. And uh, so we eventually got him into the squat rack, and he, he, he was by himself now. I had trained him two days a week. He might come in on a third to, to practice some stuff. He says, let me, I'm going to squat, I'm going to squat. I was like, no, no, you're not ready to do this. So, no, I get the safety things. I'm all set, I'm all set. So that was one of the few times that I saw Chandon crawl up beneath, beneath uh, 225 at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh, Now look at him. Yeah. Now you can probably so, overhead press that. Mm-hmm. I bet he can. Um, <laughs> so this is where I have a lot of respect for this guy because you got to a point with him where you said, I don't know where to go now. Am I right? Right, yeah. And he, he basically gave up his client to bring him here and take him to the next step. There's just not a lot of trainers that are going to do that. Right, because you could have easily just kept... Well, let me go to a book. I think I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, let's try this. Let's try to milk it he out. He said, no, we're going to go learn this. Yep. So that's what... I, I just don't know if you see that anywhere. I mean, that is so a very good I really point. respect that. The fact that you recognize that, okay, he's at the next step. He's graduating. And, and I don't know it. Yeah. So, and his mother's know. still here, and she's yeah. training with you. And yeah. I mean, they're a quintessential the, part of the, the, the family. Yeah. yeah, the family together, both making great. I mean, that's not heard of in the tra- training world. No, oh, I'm sure it is a very. I'm sure it's very difficult as a trainer to be able to 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 take that stance and say, you know what, I I can't, I can't help you anymore. My sense is they 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 just take anybody and try to Knock attempt them to train them. Yeah, oh, you see it a lot. Yeah, yeah. So. Hats off to Matt. Yeah, you could have had him that. doing, uh, you know, on his knees on a Bosu ball, doing twisty. Or you could have had him squatting wrong. And de- I think totally. this is how deadlifts go. That's yeah, how I, I saw it on a video. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, my, my expertise wasn't wasn't in yeah. moving as much weight as possible. Right. It was, you know, different. So I, I said, let's go learn together. Mm-hmm. You know how that's to, pretty cool. How to do this and see if we can do it competitively. And essentially, cost him a client. Yeah. Which is just not heard of. 
but obviously paid off in the long run. Uh, yes. Um, so Matt, yes. you're coming off of two pretty nasty injuries. I am. Um, am I correct to say that one of like kind of the the more apparent injury brought shed shed light on the other injury? Because weren't you unaware of the neck, and then when your arm happened, it kind of when the arm broke, it was because of my neck injury. It was the other. Okay, it was the, the other, other way, way around. around. Okay. The arm broke, and we were all kind of like, you know, Matt had a front row seat to that event. <laughs> yeah. So I know it's gruesome. I'm sure you hate thinking about it, but if you could just kind of break down what happened then. Uh, we were. I was having some problems. I actually was over at the other gym, and I was. I was Going through some warm-ups, moving up through some weight, yeah. and got to 185, maybe two plates, and it just sunk on me. Mm-hmm. I said, this isn't normal. Yeah. Um, knew I was coming here later in the week. I quit the workout. I said, I'll, I'll try this out with Matt and the guys, and I think we got to the same thing, 185, and you know, kind of just came down. I said, I got nothing left in this in this arm on this side. Um, things were kind of hurting a little bit, so I put on a slingshot just to kind of even it out. Mm-hmm. Kept going, kept going. Said, "All right, let's kind of work through it." You know, you don't you don't expect your arm to break, right? And then, uh, I, I think it was two seventy five. He'd done it a million times, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, just thinking, you know, just to even out the pressure, and I brought it up, out, down, and it went to go up, and it literally felt like the I thought the right side of the bar fell off or it snapped. Correct. Like it. it just kind of went light and numb, as I hear Matt say, you know. Let go! You just you just broke your fucking arm. <laughs> it was loud. Right? It was very loud. I could see it. I mean, it moved laterally. Oh! In the split second that you know, with that that amount of weight on my arm, it breaks and then crashed back into itself and butterflied off a third piece. So. Oh! Yeah, obviously you got two hundred seventy-five pounds loaded right on top of it. Right. Uh, splintered, basically. Ugh. Um, and Matt was right there. I mean, it, 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 he grabbed it. We everything everything went as well as possible after that. So mm-hmm. considering, the considering what happened, <laughs> considering. <right. laughs> I sat him. I just said, "Don't. You're not going to move." And there was three guys here. Can somebody call nine one one? Yeah, no. We don't have a phone. And I said, "Look, please. I I don't want to leave him. There's a phone on the counter. Okay. Can you please pick my phone up and call nine one one. I remember that. Yeah. They go, oh, okay." <laughs> So, well, you know, I gotta say, it all worked. There's out. been a few times in my life where someone's looked at me and said, "Call 911." Yeah, and it's weird. It's very strange. Like you, your gut. I mean, you think that you should you just dial it, but I, I was at a friend of mine's house one time, and his chimney caught on fire yeah. right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and goes, "Call 911." And you're like, "Why would I call that?" I'm like, "Really?" And he's Why? like, "Fucking screaming!" You know? <laughs> I, like, I didn't scream. I just said, "There's a phone on the ground, right. please." Yeah, exactly. Well, you're in such a weird like fight or flight mode. Um, once those guys associated, that was that noise. Was that was his arm? They were, yeah. well, they were wider than I was. <laughs> you broke your arm. Would somebody please down that one? Oh yeah, because they're looking right at it. You're in a weird state. I, you know, you got to be in a weird mental state after that. I happens, was after you like, like that. Yeah. Well, I didn't want him to stand up, so I kind of pinned him there. Gotcha. So uh, you're in a slingshot, not a bench shirt. Correct. So it was easy, relatively easy to get it off. Yep. I just sat up on the bench, waited. You know, EMPs arrived. And yep. So did you have to take an ambulance over? I did. I did. Um, so because it, wasn't just, a, it wasn't just a standard break. Right. No, there was some internal bleeding and stuff in there. Whoa. You know, it was close got, to the compound. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was bad. Compounds would have poked Comes out. Comes the skin. Yeah. Right. You could see it in, right there. So. All right. So that was, I mean, that is like between your, the, the arm between your elbow and your wrist broke? It is. Right? 
Thought we had a uh, advertiser stopping in <laughs> on us there. Um, where was I? Um, where it was broken in my forearm. Yeah, yeah. So it was broken in the forearm. Area. Yes. Um, how long was the so? After that happens, like what's? I mean, everyone's. I mean, I I'm sure that one of the first things you thought of is, well, fuck, how long till I lift again? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I didn't really have too much time to think about that because Matt called me, and told me to get into the gym. He says, "Bring your sling, we'll squat." Safety squat. Right. So I safety bar squatted. There you go. And that became my best friend. That that's literally what saved me mentally, honestly. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, because otherwise you're just on the couch. Whether priority here or anywhere else, I've always exercised, and mm-hmm. then becoming so comfortable as a part of this gym and, and family in here. Yeah. Um, I couldn't just sit around. It was it was a week, maybe week and a half. And I was back in here squatting, and I just did what I could. It was just nice to do something, and it helped me maintain uh, working those larger muscle groups. Helped mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, preserve as much as I could. So, were you in a full arm cast? Like, did it go beyond the elbow? No, because it's all repaired inside. Okay. So I had a soft cast on. Got a gnarly scar from that. that. That's from that, I assume. It is. Holy shit! So they had to open it all up, piece it back together, um, and there's a plate in there with a dozen. 15 screws. Whoa. So. So, but this all happened because of a neck injury? It is. Okay. There was, because, Matt, I'm sure you, you've seen this kind of incident how many, once, I twice saw, I saw this one other time. Go yeah. Somebody breaking their arm bench. On the bench. Yep. It's, it's not a typical, I mean, there's a little bit of rotation in that, but. Right. I mean, you think about typically just like how, you know, you have a, a broomstick, and if you step on it the long way, it's going to break in half. You could stand on it the tall way. And it's not going to break because it's, it, it's it's meant to be loaded. You know, axially it's okay. So that's the same idea of benching. You know, you got your arms out. If you were to drop a barbell on your forearm, it's obviously going to snap it in half. If you've got if you're holding onto something and somebody throws a plate at your forearm, it's going to break. But it, it just isn't. You know, it's when you're loading it that way, you can take it. You know, um, so how does the neck kind of just play into that? It. Uh... I started to heal, and I don't even think I was, I was just started to bench again, maybe mm-hmm. using the bar. Yep. Even that, I was doing it a little earlier than I should have, but I'm sure we're all guilty of that. Of course. Tell, you know, they, they don't take, they, and they know you're going to do it anyway. So, um, I was in here just doing, doing what I could. I started getting a lot of, lot of pain on my left side, numbness, um, feeling kind of strange, and, and I finally, that got to the point where... Went to my, my doctor and he gave me the you know the old what's the the, the prednisone thing. Yeah. They gotta follow those stuff. So the I took that for a few days. I called. I said, listen. I said, this isn't working. I said something is is really wrong. Yeah. And uh, it was just this constant ache. It got to the point. I didn't I didn't sleep for honestly probably two days. Wow. And it really started to that that's one of the times that I actually re- I was like this is I gotta do something. My girlfriend looks. She says. You, you need to go to the hospital. She's like, you're starting to get a little funny here. Crazy, yeah. I literally hadn't fine. slept. I mean, so I went there and uh, they got, you know, they got, got in touch with my primary doctor and they said, all right, well, the next step's to MRI. And they, they got that results back. They said, all right, well, you need surgery like yesterday. On your neck? On my neck. It was a severely herniated C6, C7 that had blown out so far that it was beyond. You know, sometimes you get those smaller ones and they come back in. This is beyond that They'll point. Contract, you know. Um, I'm not a doctor, so as far as my understanding, this is how this all went. Yeah. Is that uh, it was so far herniated that it was pushing so hard against my spine that's where the numbness Whoa. 
was coming. So as this was getting worse and worse, I was overloading my right side, not knowing Compensating. it months before. Yep. Just a little bit at a time, you know. And it, who's to say? It might have been like the, the last straw that was, or the yeah, last bench. You know that slingshot pulls. Absolutely. You know he came to a standstill, and it might have been just what did it. Right, and you'd, you your body's your right is compensating for the left throughout all those bench workouts that you're doing. Right, so yeah, the right yeah everywhere, stronger, everything. The left isn't. It's, it's getting weaker, if anything. And he was mm -hmm. probably doing what he was taught, which was wrench it. Yep. And off it went. So, so when you had seen this happen in the past, was mm -hmm. it due to a similar thing? I was on a bench. But no, was I, it, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was due to the no, neck. Or, okay. okay. I didn't really shed light on until the doctor who did my surgery. He looked at me and he goes, that's how you do that to your arm. And then it clicked? Like yeah, you didn't it clicked. The it, two? That was great. Makes sense. He's a good surgeon. Um, and he, he told me, that's what he's like, you overloaded your right side. He's like, that's why. The, my right arm is fixed now. Right. You know, they repaired it. There's hardware in there. It's done. It's probably stronger. The damage from the, <laughs> the nerve damage from the left side is what I'm still, still, still dealing with Still today. dealing with. I mean, um, it's, I get under the squat bar. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm centered a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just little things. There's a little numbness in this side. Some some tissue is just uh, numb, and I, the sensations. So I would take the break over the over the nerve damage anyway. Yeah. But mm -hmm. nonetheless, it's uh, I'm here. I'm doing. Yeah. How it. do you? I mean, how do you deal with the nerve damage today? I mean, you still you're dealing with it. I know you. It, you were mentioning it before we walked it's in slowly here. It slowly gets better. It gets better the more you do it. The, the better it gets. I just mean, keep going through the motions. Just keep going through it. I mean, I remember. When I first started benching, uh, you know, I was moving back up 135 or whatever, was yep. what my arm was capable of and everything. Um, I remember almost tipping right over on the side because I didn't Well, know. for a while you were benching crooked, a little bit. Yeah. And, I, and they'd say, you're crooked. I, I am. I had no idea. Right. So I've just kind of, the sensation's coming back and learning how to how to lift with these injuries. I mean, people have more severe injuries than I have. And, right. You know. I think in his own way, he did his, his, his own PT. Because he came back. And he right, was, it was such, and it was a very specific PT yeah. because you knew that That's you wanted to come to back to to do this. Yeah, I wanted to, to these specific moves. Mm -hmm. So I think, and plus he had a good foundation. My so, um, I get what kind of like, because obviously, I think I know the, I think I already know the answer to this. But what kind of advice would you give to someone who goes through a large, a big injury like this, and who is a competitive athlete or just an athletic person in general? It's a good question. Good thing. And uh, it really was a learning experience in that respect. That you can apply it to anything in life. Is mm -hmm. that? Yeah, I mean, you basically had a major failure and something that you're super passionate about. And it was both your like your what you do in your free time and what you did professionally to keep. The yeah, I mean, on. this is my hobby. This is what I, you know, my spare time. This is this is my my exercise time. This is also mm -hmm. my, you know, my hangout time. Emotional time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This the, is my, my you know time to relax and if you want to call it that here with some of the stuff we do um, but you have setbacks just move forward that's where you start that's where, that's where you got to go from you know I remember um, hey put the bar you know benching the bar hey there's there's 65 there's 85 there's 135 there's a safety the way I look at it is I'm making PRs every week and there's a safety squad bar. you just had you just had there's PRs. A yeah and, you know you just got to put it into perspective so hey I was just doing more each week doing what I could do mm -hmm. that safety bar squat so that became my best friend I remember doing you know, three, four plates with that mm -hmm. one arm. Yep. Yeah. Just so, so he didn't lose his squat technique. And so, and I know that you came back and hit a four-plate bench in less than a year, or was it exactly it was, it was, a year? It was just about a year. 
That's a shirt on and got a four. Yep. You know, that's pretty incredible. So you literally went from a forty-five pound bench to a four hundred and five pound bench after neurosurgery in twelve months. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Um, and without skipping a beat. Um, so you are uh, judging. I am currently. Um, how many meets have you judged approximately? Uh, we'll see. I did. See, I sat through a lot of them a couple of years ago. Yeah, it is practical. Did some practical examinations, some test ones, some practical ones with other guys. Yeah. Um, you you got to do that to get certified. You're supposed to, and okay. it really does help. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, I did a few just to, you know, as my I had asked if I could sit in. Yeah. And then you, uh, you all of a sudden you oh that's okay. You know, and then and Marty Joyce was was nice enough to let me sit with him. Yeah. He, he's calling lift. He's asking me, "What so do you what's, think?" What's kind of the stuff? So where I was going with this? What's kind of the stuff that like Marty told you? It's like, oh, you see that right there? That's a red light, or that's a white light. Like, what are what are some of those kind of weird things that maybe your common power lifter wouldn't pick up on? Um, it's it's by the book. It, that's how it is. It's, it's it's a rule book. It's a rule book. I mean, you got to call them all the same. Mm-hmm. That's the best advice that I can give you that I do. Is is it's I'm, I'm consistent. And um, I'm fair. Yeah, I call it the way I see it. Are you it. watching the bar more or the person lifting? Uh, it depends on your on your on where you're judging from. Okay, you know, your responsibility and what lift it is. Yeah. Um. You you take a look at everything. You know, prior to the lift, they're coming to the bench or or approaching the squat rack. You're watching the direction of the bar. Uh, a, a lot of things. You know, you're looking at their gear. Um, you know, and, and, and you you want to you want to judge everybody the same. Yeah. What are some so, of like the weirder? Has, have you ever had to call somebody on like kind of an obscure reason? Like you know the obvious. You know you didn't meet depth. You missed the bench call. You hitched on your deadlift. Has there ever been anything just like kind of a weird rule that you had to call somebody on? Like maybe their wrist straps were touching the deadlift bar or something. I, I've seen some of that a lot of times. What I've done is I'll point it out to the head judge. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not supposed to have your you're not supposed to have your uh, singlet touching your knee wrap. Right, you gotta or, have a gap. Or, right, you know, and it's sometimes if somebody's coming up, I've been kind enough to to point to them prior to them getting to the platform. Yeah. So I haven't had anything that's too. Uh, well, APF, we're more warning first than yeah. we are red light get out. Right. So. Yeah, like I said, a I'm lot of places won't. Watching either. people try to come up to the bench, you know, or the or yeah, whatever. I guess letting them do it and then say, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, because I know a classic thing that a lot of people mess up on is that very first squat. They mm-hmm. forget to put their singlet on. Yeah, all the way. Yeah. You know, stop you for, Yeah, exactly. Just say hey. Versus oh, red light, too bad. You didn't have snooze to lose. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't get that. But anyway. Um. So are you going to be judging May? I am. I'm going to be judging May. Excellent. And I just heard that you might be interested in competing in August. Uh, we'll see. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to. Um, knock on wood here. Uh, as we were saying, you know, things have been going well since. Yeah. Uh, the training's been going great. Training's been going great um, on track. So um, the way our program goes now, we're kind of on a, on a peaking cycle for one of our lifters that's going to be doing the meet, yep. Gabe. Yep. So I wish him the best of luck. Um, so I'm kind of testing myself out a little bit right now, too. Uh, we don't we don't really often test ourselves. Yeah, we don't really max out. No, I mean we we never pull off the meet, floor. Max, you know, We're always out. using some kind of accommodating resistance bands, yep. chains. You know, this height or this bar. Change the box and mm-hmm. always box squatting. So, uh, I think we're actually gonna take the box out this week and, and see what that's like for a change nice. too. Yeah, so a couple weeks. If things continue the same way, there is that rumor may be true. Yeah, hell Good yeah, chance. that's great. That's right. Um, 
So I think that if there was one final question I'd have to ask, will we ever see the beard again? Will the beard be coming back? The beard will be back. Okay. The beard will be back. You can't. Can you? I can. For your job. I mean. Well, can't. No, it He's can, gonna get that tenure. <laughs> it could be back. It can't be back as long as it was. Oh, I see. So you're gonna have to cut it at like the. But they do allow that. Yeah, an inch, couple inch or whatever. They so. do allow that. Yeah, they do allow. Uh, I mean, you were at like two feet, at least. He was like Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> you looked like an actual pirate. Old man time. It was long. Yeah. It was. I mean. I mean, I think what's your what's name? What's one favorite? What's one famous pirate? Blackbeard. Yeah, case he had firecrackers. Case in beard. point. <laughs> Smoldering uh, stuff in his beard. Yeah. I used to like it when I watched the videos of our lifting stuff and our beard swinging. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, watching you. I, I still think it's there half the time. It's been a month. Are you still going for it? I'll I still wash my face. He's much more up right now. There's less weight there. Oh, yeah, I'm not pulling <laughs> That it was out. it. I think so. Well, there you Chest go. Chest is up better now. Yeah. That'll help with your neck, too. Right. Um, a lot cooler, though, too. Yeah. It's got to be. Your showers must take like a fraction of the time. You know what? It was to the point that it was one of the, I had to maintain that. It was wash, comb, oils, everything. So yeah, he was like shaving's a pain in the ass. That was <laughs> at that point it was more work to. Well, to, you got like a you got a ponytail yeah, on the wrong end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Essentially. Too much uh, work. Absolutely. Um, so Matt, um, again, April or May twelfth. May twelfth. We got the main state championships. At the Armory, not West here. Westbrook Armory, not here. 120 Stroudwater Street. Yep, across right next to the high school. Westbrook High School, across the street. Um, good venue for the place. It's a great venue. It's, it's nice. And um, again, if, if anyone listening is available to volunteer, we would love your help at that event. Um, you, you're going to be helping. And it's a good cause, too. You're helping the Wounded Warriors. Yeah. You're helping a underground, local strength scene grow bigger. Mm-hmm. So please come and help out. And so that meet is booked. If you want to compete, maybe it's your first time, maybe it's not, August 11th, on location for the push-pull. The entries will be up soon. Entries will be up soon. I already had somebody walk in the other day and wanted one, so this may take off too. And and to anybody out there, any any of the listeners that have heard any of the podcasts or, you know, wondering more of what we do or what it's like, come check it out. It's a lot of fun. You know, who knows? We talked about uh, the McCall's, Chandler, and Katie, and, and, you know, they... That all started with just coming to coming to one of Matt's meets. So I recommend everybody to, if you're interested at all, to come check it out. It's an experience. Have some fun. Um, see what we do. Hell yeah! All right, this has been episode 46. Thank you all. Good night, everybody. Men without issues. Signing out. The Dynamats. Yes. Bye.